You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 117 with Anessa Chumley. Welcome to the Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited for this show with Anessa. I wanted to have her come on just to talk to us a little bit about food and how to have a good attitude towards food. I know that some of us just feel like food is either good or bad. And so I wanted to talk to someone who dealt with being overweight uh, growing up, what she did to get where she is today. And also, I wanted to pick her brain on how she got to where she is today career-wise. I know that some of you are wanting to transition into different careers, or you might be thinking about starting something, you know, after having the kids home with you all day and they're going into school that you might want to just start something new and different. And so I pick her brain on how she got to where she is today. Uh, She goes around and speaks on new shows about nutrition and food, and she has great ideas on what to feed the kiddos as well. So I just thought this would be a great show for you guys. We're going into the new year and, you know, the kids are back in school. And I just thought, you know what? Moms could really use something for themselves, but also to make their lives easier with the kiddos. So this is going to be a two-part series. And so make sure that you tune in next week for part two. Let's go to the show. Anessa, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Me too. So I start off every show with an icebreaker about travel. So uh, for some of my listeners, they don't know that I'm a travel agent. So I love asking my guests, what has been their favorite vacation that they've gone to and why? And this can be with or without kids. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Okay. (laughs) First of all, I think I need your services. Okay. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I'd love to help you. Yeah. Second, I tend to connect my favorite vacation with my with my favorite memories mm. more than place. Okay. Um, and uh, one summer when I was in college, I was in a van with five other people, and we spent Amber the entire summer going around to kids' camps Whoa. as counselors. And so wow. it's all new places, places I hadn't been before. Yeah. And it was all in the U.S. That's awesome. But it was the coolest thing to like pair. And it's a feel-good um, giving experience yeah, yeah. with just different places out in God's creation because they were all at camps. I love it. So, so did you go special- with like an organization or a church or what What? What was it oh, that yeah. kind of organized it? It was the college. I went to a college in Florida. So oh. Florida, there's a little island called Anna Maria that has a special place in my heart. And I love to go back there. If I had to pick one place, it would probably be Anna Maria Island. Um, but, the, but the college chose a few um, students yeah. and then spin us. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but I loved every second of it. So that's awesome. It was inspiring. And so yeah. when you ask that, that's the first thing that comes to my I love mind. it. I love that you, um, attach it to memories versus just being like, well, this was an amazing destination. So I like that you thought out outside the box on that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's something good to think about for, um, you know, the listeners, kids, when they grow up as something to possibly do, you know, even if it's not through college, but through, because I know so many church churches do camps and stuff like that and, and whatnot, but just to be able to go and be a part of that and give kind of like what you're saying, I really think that kind of broadens, um, the horizon for young adults or, um, you know, teenagers, older teenagers. So I think that's a great idea. 
Oh, thank you. Well, I was able this past summer to take my little girl back to my favorite camp that we went to just outside New York City. And oh. so it was neat. There's, you know, it's so multicultural. Yeah. And- we learned a lot of Spanish and it was neat to now bring her back there and make more memories. So I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, let's move on. Um, let's get started. So how about you share with us um, who you are? So give us your first and last name, where you're from, how many kids you have, and then we'll get into how you got to where you are today. Yeah, well, my name's Anessa Chumley, and I'm a Midwest girl at heart. I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana, and a lot of people go, Minneapolis? And I say, no, Indianapolis. Um, And then I was gone from home for a long time for college, like I mentioned, years in Florida and elsewhere, and ended up back here, and I just, I love it. I love my home city. Um, I've been blessed to travel a lot with the different things that I've done, And I'm a single mama of two kids. And I think motherhood is by far the best role in the world. So that's awesome. Yeah. My little ones are, my little girl just turned 10 and my boy is six and they, Amber, they're night and day. I call them calf and decaf. Um, (laughs) I love it. I'm a coffee girl. So there's always like some reference. Yeah. There's a coffee reference somewhere. (laughs) Got it. Um, so I actually, I also homeschool. So oh, that wow. kind of, I'm able to see their personalities, you know, even oh, more for sure in the fire of homeschooling. So yeah. I was going to say that might actually be challenging too, because they're so different. Um, so I give you a lot of credit for doing that. <laughs> oh, glory goes to God. It stretches me. I think I've learned more than oh, they I'm have. Sure. But that's I'm always sure. how it is when you teach. So yeah. And when you have kids, I've, they're really yeah. just to teach you. I mean, honestly, uh-huh. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, um, yeah, it's it's just, you know, they're refining you, you know, and um you're it shows you all the weaknesses you have that you have to work on. Right. It's parenting is the great revealer. That's oh, exactly sure. right. Oh yeah, exactly. I love it. So, okay, I was going to start with um I was going to have you jump into um, you know, all the things that you talk about with um food and nutrition and stuff like that. But I want to back up a little bit. So how about you share with us how you got to where you are today um, from your career perspective, you know, that you go on TV shows and news shows and stuff like that, and even explain that. Um, Like, how did you even get there, you know, and, and, and I like, and I like talking about this too, from the perspective of, I have so many moms um, that I'm around that, they want to transition into something else or they are stay at home mom and then they want to go into something. Um, and then they're just kind of like, I don't know how to do that. Or I didn't have the background or whatever. So I really like having people explain, especially when it's not the norm, um, kind of career, um, of how it started just so that people can hear that story. And hopefully it inspires them to just go after, um, things that they want to do even after having kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, when it comes to that, I've always had the perspective of find the need and fulfill it. Mm. So when you do that, you start to change the word obstacle into opportunity. So for me, it was just kind of a process of seeing differently. And, um, and of course it has, and I know for a lot of us, that step we want to do, and we're not sure how to figure it out, but when it's fueled by your passion, it becomes that much easier. Yeah. So for me, my passion started when I was a kid and I struggled with weight and, and the, um, food relationship and everything. And I loved 
science and food science. And so I ended up in this, in this, um, profession and I was always the one to like, talk about what's in food and what it does in your body and stuff like that. Well, so fast forward to, I went to school for dietetics and Mm. I've always also been fascinated with the concept of nourishment and nourishment being the source of life and that not just being nourishment of the body, but also the mind. Um, so I'm really big on brain food and those two came together when I had the opportunity right after school. I mean, right after graduating, Amber, I was thrown into, I think it was providential, um, bariatrics Mm. and that's people going for extreme weight loss. So my patients were 500, 600, 700 pounds. Wow. It was the most inspiring thing. I mean, here I've done a lot of TV. That's great. But when I think about what's really touched my heart, yeah, it were it was those people. They just had so much courage daily to stare their battles and their weaknesses in the face and um, have the courage to fight them day in and day out. Yeah, and I love that. I think I learned more from them, of oh, sure. course, yeah. than they ever did from me. Um. And it's kind so of like I the knew- whole parent thing, like we were just saying, exactly. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. Right. It's funny how the Lord has this amazing, of course, yeah. divine ability to transform you. Yeah. And um, and so I kind of took that. I felt mm. like this weightiness mm. to take what I had learned from these people and, and the fact of mm, for those patients they had experienced like the dark side of food and food was bad and Mm. calories were something negative. And what I had to like walk them to from death to life was the learning how good and wonderful and beautiful food is. And in fact, Amber, usually people often think that if someone is overweight, they just need to put down the fork and push themselves away from the table. I had to convince my people to eat more. They weren't eating. Isn't that ironic? They weren't, they weren't eating enough and, and and really changed their relationship. So then I transferred that and ended up taking it as a message to the public, which once, once I, you know, was able to do that through the camera, I fell in love with the um, art of good communication and reaching the most people that I could through whether it's camera or podcast or whatever, sure, um, just to be one positive voice in someone's day and sometimes make a difference. How did you get onto camera? You know, because a lot of people that would be their dream, and they're just kind of like, "How would I even do that?" But, but so how did how did you get found, or did you go after it, or what did that look like? Ah, okay. This this is such a wonderful question because I'm sure I hadn't thought about it, but I'm sure that a lot of your audience, like you said, has that. I want to do a segment mm-hmm. on the news or I have something important to share. I yeah. want to write a book or right. do a blog or whatever. Um, so here's what I did. I had the opportunity um, on a local station to go share some nutrition advice. I can't, I think, it, I think the segment was as silly as tofu. I don't even eat tofu. Oh. <laughs> 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 but but somehow that this station needed and wanted a segment on tofu. And so I was like, I'll do it. But I how did you out. know that? So how did you know that there was a segment that was needed? Um, so I think at the time, the wellness center where I was working at, mm. the uh, the request came through. So I let, see. If I could, 
if I could though give some because it wasn't just a strike of luck. If I could give some right. practical advice yes. to your listeners, yes. if you know that you have something to share and you want to say the best place to start is on your local station. So mm. those stations are always looking for good content. Oh. So what you should do, yeah, this is like my little secret that I've I've given people and it's always worked is find out who the segment producer is. Usually it's relatively easy to hop on the website and find that out. And then what you're going to do is send them an email at 6 a.m. Put in the subject line, um, whoever it is that you are, whatever your expertise is, and whatever you want the segment to be. But make sure that it's something trendy. And like if it is, I don't know, if, if the Super Bowl is coming up, Make it about something like that. Or if I'm trying to think, if your blog yeah. is about, um, well, is like about for me, like, it, or if there's travel, right? Like, so right now I'm really trying to encourage people to start thinking definitely about spring break, but, but summer actually, because I think people think a little bit behind the curve with travel. And so like, if I were to be like, oh, Hey, let me pitch that. So you're, you're saying like, let's talk about spring break. Now here's, here's my, so you're saying, put that in the, the subject line. So if someone has something that they feel like they're an expert in, put that in. Now, why are you saying 6am? I'm curious about that. Because that's right after they've gone to work. Oh. <laughs> get a cup of coffee, you're going to be the one of the first ones they see. I love it. And, um, and before they're done with their shows and they're kind of checked out for the day. Yeah. Um, more than anything, be excited about it. Yeah. And, and be quick and concise. Okay. So speaking like sound bites, <laughs> yeah. say, you know, um, I have, I have four tips that your viewers might love. And when you go on, always bring something tangible to show. Oh, whatever it is. Interesting. So um, when you, when you came on that show, what did you bring to talk about tofu? Did you bring to- tofu? <laughs> I did. I, okay. well, I brought, I brought all the different kinds and, oh, and interesting. I, somebody, yeah, somebody actually mentored me and showed me how to fill a segment table. Wow. And usually it's best Amber, if you have like three points Okay. and you walk through and you walk through those three points. And you kind of match the energy of the host, except up it a bit. So I say, I say be you times two. Okay. Because the camera sucks some of that energy out. Oh, it does. Interesting. So if you, yeah. So if you just multiply yourself times two, that way you stay genuine to who you are. Okay. And you talk to, you talk to one per, like for your listeners, I would pick you. I would pretend like I was talking to Amber Yeah. because- I know that she loves me. She encourages me. She knows mm. that what I'm going to have to say is interesting. And yeah. I talk, I'm talking to her That's that awesome. way. Everybody on the other side of the camera hears it very personally and they will love you. And they'll ask you back. I love it now. Okay. Again, like this, I mean, I should have just done a whole different show on this, but, um, um, so were you really nervous? Cause I'm just thinking that there could be people that are like, oh my gosh, I have an, an expertise that I would love to talk, but oh my gosh, going on the news sounds very frightening. And so was it super scary for you when you first did it? Did you really have to like talk yourself into doing it or did you feel like it actually was not scary at all for you? Um, no, it was scary. And you know what? Every time I go on, I'm nervous. I have learned though, that it's better. A novice sometimes does better than an expert if they have the magic wand of enthusiasm. Mm. So if you can channel that nervousness into a bright eyed, enthusiastic person, they will like you 
every single time over someone that's an expert that kind of talks like monotone, big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's so it's more about, um, well, you know, what's wonderful about these days is that people are more interested in being personal and hearing someone who's personal, who sounds human. That's what, that's what Facebook lives have done to us and reality TV. We would much rather hear someone who's human, who we can resonate with than someone who's professional. So it's more about being personal, not professional. That works on your side. I because see. then even any mistakes you make, people are going to love you all the more. You've just got to, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm like nervous <laughs> just thinking about it. I'm like, I'm not even going on TV. <laughs> well, and it's so great because if you go in knowing that you're going to fail, I mean, I mean, I like you're going to just know you're it. Gonna have, yeah. You're going to have something that that you're going to wish you yeah. could, yeah, that you could wish you could do over. Yeah. And if you go in knowing that, yep. then it's like, okay, whatever happens is going to be a lesson and it'll be great. And there'll be another time, honor the struggle. There'll be another t- opportunity that I have. But I tell you, um, you be genuine and remember personal, not professional. And the whole thing will go great. I love it. I think that the thing for me, what I would worry about is talking fast, like, because you're nervous. And so trying to slow it down, that would be, I would be done in my, with my three tips, like in five seconds, you'd be yeah. like, and I'm done. <laughs> okay. That's it. I call everyone. Yeah. But those, yeah. but those are great tips. I, that's really great. And, and I really, you know, if there's people out there that are trying to get their stuff out there and they feel like they could really offer up some, um, great content for people, this was perfect. This was such, um, some gold nuggets for us to take away. So I hope you enjoyed part one of the two-part interview with Anessa. So make sure you tune in next week to hear more from her. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about how she lost weight. We're going to talk about how she views food today in regards to self-talk, like positive self-talk and what that actually looks like. So if you're intrigued by that, make sure you tune in next week. Um, On a whole other note, most of you know by now that I'm a travel agent. So spring break is literally around the corner. And so if you've been thinking about going and you want to do something fun, you want to go with the kids, or maybe you want to run away with the hubby and do something on your own, then this is the time to do it. So you can reach out to me in several ways. If you follow me on Instagram at Amber Sandberg, you can message me. If you follow me at Mom Inspired Living, that's the public Facebook group or page, I, sh- I should say. You can message me there or you can email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com and you will get me personally and I will respond back and we can start brainstorming some ideas for your either your spring break getaway, or if you want to go somewhere with your hubby, um, this is the perfect time. I have people wanting to go to Europe, people wanting to go to one of the Caribbean islands right now. I mean, there's cruises going on. So if you've been thinking about these things, make sure you reach out to me and I will take all the heavy lifting off your plate and make it as stress-free as possible. All right, you guys. Make sure you tune in next week for Anessa's part two. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next week.